Hello, hello. Hello. All right, there we go. For a second, I was worried. I thought we were going to have the same issue. I was away from my week. phone. I was in my room, and I heard you come. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> and anyway, you came up with a brilliant idea of a draft. Thank you. All right, Thank an you. absolutely brilliant idea. Because I'm all for this. We're going to draft. I'm the Big Ten, the Lord's Conference, and you are the SEC, those who cheat. Uh, and we're going <laughs> to draft. I'm assuming we can't poach each other's conferences. No, although okay, good. We, we can post-draft discuss trades if we – now, okay. I, I don't – we'll have to see uh, what we're feeling, but uh, I'll that trade is you on the table. Illinois. No, not Illinois. I need Illinois. I'll trade you Maryland, Rutgers, <laughs> and a team to be named later uh, for Georgia. Deal. Yeah, I, uh, that's – it's fair on all sides. Hey, man, I know. corner you... the uh, DMV market and the New Jersey market. Hey, man, the last, uh, the last Big Ten commissioner, because you are now, for the time being, the Big Ten commissioner, but mm-hmm. the most recent Big Ten commissioner, he's very big on academics. So if you want Vanderbilt, if you are going to continue that trend <laughs> of prioritizing academics, no. you, can have, you can have Vanderbilt. <laughs> no, no. no <laughs> we have Northwestern. Yeah, well, that, that's a good point. In Michigan. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so let's lay out the foundation for how this draft is going to work. Um, so my idea was DJ manages the Big Ten. I manage the SEC. Everybody else is up for grabs. The Big 12, the Pac-12, ACC. And by the way, we are going to go based off of current conference alignment. So the the U, the, the USC – USC and UCLA, yes, the University of Spoiled Children, USC, Um, as Lou Holtz once said on TV, and it just made my Golden Domer heart happy. USC and UCLA are in the Pac-12. Oklahoma and Texas, they're in the Big 12. Um, Not that it makes any difference, but Cincinnati and all of them are still in the AAC. You can draft them if you want to. But we have – we're going to do 10 rounds – it is going to be obviously we are going to be drafting based off of mostly college football and college basketball, but with an emphasis on college football. That's typically how these. This is how this goes. We're trying to create super conferences now. If DJ is a big fan of the College World Series and wants to poach uh, Dallas Baptist or whoever, mm. uh, he he can very well go. Maybe Coastal Carolina. Oh, uh, maybe he's a, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a trade. So whatever sports uh, we prefer, although we've been doing this podcast for a long time now, I know what we prefer. We prefer college college football one and then a distant second, but still yes. in existence, college basketball. Still in my heart. Yeah. So I got I to gotta pull up these, uh, these conferences just to – I'm trying to find it's... a pencil, and I am having the hardest time finding a pencil right now. <laughs> I'll just use my computer. Google Drive. I don't think that. I don't think I've used a pencil in three years. Dude, I've been. I went pen all the way in college. I leaned into it. I use computer. Well, yeah, mostly that too. <laughs> all right. 
we are also going to do. We're just going to do FBS schools, so no, like Gonzaga, although that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> the that little bit, a little bit too confusing when we start mixing in uh, D one double A schools and how yeah. how's that going to work out? So oh, and James Madison. Yeah, uh, actually, they're that... FBS starting this year. I take that back. Oh, really? Yeah, they are team so... one through one thirty one. Good, so Virginia Tech can hold their head up high, even though they That's lost right. it a decade ago. I just think I have it on my TV. Oh, so uh, a rerun of College Football Live. Good. That's good. Excellent. Oh, the Guardians are about to start. I can put that on. Let me put yeah, that on. Sure. Oh, shoot. i got to pull up the college basketball standings, too, because i got to – I gotta get, I gotta figure out who was good when. I'm already I already got a super conference of college basketball. Uh, so yeah. Standing. Okay. Before you start with the draft, I very much enjoy. Speaking of college basketball, I very much enjoy how they're trying to play on an aircraft carrier again. When the last oh. time it went horribly wrong, and Ohio State's game got canceled. Yeah, because there was uh, condensation on the court. Yeah, it was too slippery. Like, I think it was Michigan State and Kansas. I know it was Michigan State because I remember Draymond Green playing in it. North, North Carolina. North Carolina. But I remember they were, like, just slipping and falling all over the place. Like, And, the, and they're just doing it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're the away team in this since it was mm-hmm. my idea, which means you get to you get to – Defer and we, we will do snake. We'll do snake. We'll do okay. One, then two, three, four, five. So you're the away team. You get to call it. What do you want? Okay, I'll, I'll take one because I think there's a very clear number one here. I agree, unfortunately, and uh, I will. I will let you go ahead. Um, biggest alumni base, I believe. Um, most money coming in from alumni, I believe they're the. I believe they just took over their in-state foe for the most valuable program. I'm talking college football. This is a college football move. Also college baseball, now that we're talking about it. But uh, I am taking Texas. Okay. Uh, you you like poaching quarterbacks? Uh, yep, I, want, care about I money. want a Manning in my conference. All right. Well, I am going to respond to that. Now – there are two schools that I'm going to take. Um, one I didn't even consider until I opened up ESPN.com. I was actually thinking about this earlier today um, when I texted you, and I was thinking I was going to take Oklahoma first um, mm. just off of mostly team performance, but I had completely forgotten because my mind was so – entrenched into the Big 12, Pac-12, and the ACC. I forgot Notre Dame existed uh, <laughs> until I just pulled up the ACC basketball rankings. And there then I go. saw Notre Dame was up there, and I was like, oh, hey. So uh, I am going to take uh, – I'm going to go with a big brand, uh, a team that I will certainly watch. I will not – oh, man, you know what? I should have done Notre Dame a favor and not put them in the SEC. But mm. – uh, we will – gosh, no, I don't want to do it. All right, you know what? My, my first pick is going to be Oklahoma. I Ooh. Will put, oh, I'm, God I'm, damn it. I, I may defer Notre Dame. I will have to top myself into that in the second pick. But uh, first pick is Oklahoma. I'm focusing mostly on uh, 
performance in both mainly football, also basketball. Texas obviously is a contender. USC is obviously a contender. But uh, I just feel the most comfortable with the recent success of Oklahoma, despite the fact, and I will say this, that I have been the one who has been trying to divert the attention away from Notre Dame and onto Oklahoma for poor postseason performance, which no one seems to take notice of that. But when Notre Dame does it, everyone's all over them. But Oklahoma still has a lot of success, more so than Texas. I think it is going to make the conference more competitive. So with my first pick, I will take Oklahoma. Mm. Uh, Also, a good basketball school. Not a great school, especially not this past – wow. They were worse in basketball than I thought they were. Um, made it to the College World Series. Yeah, uh, we got some. Ba- we care about the baseball a lot. The baseball. Jeez, listen to me. Uh, we care about baseball a lot here in the SEC. Um, we we had I believe. Gosh, we had a ton of teams in the College World Series. So uh, Oklahoma, uh, bring your champion, your baseball championships to our conference. With my second pick, we have not uh, talked about Baker Mayfield yet. For whoever commented that. Oh, I uh, my my thoughts on Baker Mayfield. Go ahead. See ya. <laughs> anyway, back to the draft. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, all right. See you, nice. dude. Yeah. Went from the top offensive line in the NFL to the last offensive line. Good luck. <laughs> oh man. Um, with my second pick, I uh, you know what? I am actually gonna go. Full on. I'm just gonna lean. I'm just gonna lean all the way into college football here. I know that a lot of people think that this team has all of a sudden one bad year. And by the way, it wasn't even that bad of a year. Although it looks worse because their conference is terrible. But one bad year, and everyone thinks that everything is coming to an end. I they recruited fantastically in the month of June. So. I think that despite losing both of his offensive, both of his coordinators, offensive and defensive, oh, to wow. uh, to head coaches, head coaching jobs, geographically it just makes sense. Uh, we can we can have an in conference final game of the year for South Carolina now. Come on down, Davo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. Mm. For a second there, I thought you were describing Michigan, but then I remembered they're mine. Yeah, I can't poach. They're my institution. Yes. Um, so I got the next two. I can't believe I get to take Notre Dame here with the fourth pick. They're going to win more. They're going to win more in the Big Ten. I, I'm going to take Notre Dame. The SEC commissioner is a Notre Dame fan. Mm. But, um, yeah, I think I have, what, the two biggest brands in college football right now? Uh, well, Texas and Notre Dame. I mean, I have Alabama at this, at this point. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck. Historically... Maybe not, but over the past 15 years, yes. Okay. Um, So I got Texas, Notre Dame. I'm going to keep going for the big market teams. I'm going to go out west for a a future Big Ten team. I'm taking USC. Perfect. Notre Dame can keep all their rivals in the Big Ten. Let's go. You took the Red River shootout away from me. Yeah. We'll work out some backdoor agreement to where Mm -hmm. they always play. All right. The, the these were easily the top five choices. Yes. Um, Clemson probably probably down. Uh, I think there's a, I think there is a team that should be above Clemson. 
I'll be interested uh, to see if you take them here. Okay. Uh, there's one school uh, for name recognition purposes. It's pretty good. Um, they, they're recruiting really good right now, but I'm not sure I want to take them because of recent performance. I, uh, I don't want to just take them because they're historically great, although recently bad. Um, you, you already have Nebraska. I don't need a Nebraska on my hands. So I may, I may be cool on that particular team. So I am going to, you know what? Um, I don't know if you were thinking about this team, but let me go look at the Pac-12 basketball standings. Okay, they're kind of middle of the pack, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to pull the trigger on the Oregon Ducks. Ooh. I, I um, I think that now the after this, the Pac-12 has little to offer except for Arizona basketball, basically. So, uh, although UCLA basketball as well. So those two schools will probably get drafted as basketball preferences, but. Uh, Oregon, man, we're bringing in Nike. We're bringing in Phil Knight. Um, we're bringing in our first West Coast travel. So now, nice. so now we don't even know what to do. We're gonna have South South te- Southern teams traveling up north late in late in November, and we're gonna have uh, noon kickoffs at in the West Coast. We're just gonna have a little bit of everything. So we we just created chaos, but. The uniforms and the brand names and the recruiting is all going to be highly competitive. I feel mm-hmm. like Oregon would be one of the next best teams to compete in the Southeastern Conference. Next up, I may, I may have to go to that team that I was dodging. Although, I'm going to throw a. Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to skip over that team. I'm going to lean entirely into basketball on this one. Um, I, th- I think that you're gonna uh, you're gonna poach the team that I was gonna get, but it'll be okay. I'm going to lean entirely into basketball. Um, actually, you know what? I'm actually gonna flip sides here. So I'm actually gonna take North Carolina because they're also they're they're rising into football. I like Mag Brown. I don't know how long he's going to stay because he's kind of old, so that's a concern. Yeah. But we got a blue blood basketball team making its way in. So now we got North Carolina and Kentucky who are going to clash in basketball, which is going to be very exciting every single uh, December, January, February, whatever the case may be. So basketball got stronger. They're going to be a middle-of-the-road football team, but we'll see. The recruiting's been pretty good lately, so we'll see if Mac Brown can bring them up. All right, I was going to go Duke, North Carolina with my next picks. <laughs> now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Duke because I want that basketball power. Uh, all right. And kind of take away your rivalry again. And now, now here's the dilemma I'm in because now I don't – because there's one school – that I think both you and I haven't picked yet for football. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I'm debating if I want to pull the trigger. It's or the, if I, I want to go with another basketball school. Man. I am going to take the U. That was it. Miami. That was it. Miami. You can call, by the way, James, you can call about the Browns when we're done with this draft. 
right, that was. So I got Duke from Miami. Yeah. All right. Um, so Miami was the school I was referencing. Um, I definitely would have taken them here if they were still available, but they're not. So you see. So. Man, I actually believe in Miami more than I believe in Florida State, despite the fact that both have been middle of the road when they really should not be. So I uh, I would have been much more inclined to take uh, Mario – especially they've just brought in Mario Cristobal, which was a really good hire. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they took Mike Nor- – they took Mario Cristobal from Oregon, and Florida State took Mike Norvell from Memphis. That just – I feel like that alone is an indicator. Um, yeah. Although, although they may be dipping into the FCS for their next head coach, <laughs> their next head coach was eight toes. <laughs> um, oh, Dion. Let, yeah, Dion. Um. All right, now uh, we, if we're just going off of brands alone, I think Florida State is the biggest. But you know, it, it, I just, I just don't think. That they're going to be competitive enough, although I would like to invite them in maybe as a later round pick because uh, maybe Tim Tebow can come back and he can get all of that end zone paint on his face again as he waves a towel on the sidelines. That would be really cool. We can reinvent that that rivalry that used to exist. Um, so I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on Florida State, but certainly I don't think they are competitive enough to join the conference at the moment. So we are going to look elsewhere. Um, you know what? I'm going to be fair to Oregon because I don't think that they should just have all of their games, all of their away games practically be in the SEC, in SEC country, I should say, even though they would be an SEC team. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a West Coast team. Um, okay. Uh, well, you, actually, you know. I do think oh, – I think they got some value too. Uh, I'm going to go with the team actually. Um, kind of – wow, this actually is a lot tougher. I'm afraid you're going to pick the team that I want really bad. Well, I might go back-to-back Pac-12. However, I have like four different options, and I'm not sure which one I want to get with which – Two, I want to go with even. So, I will go with for my. I'm going to go just overall brand. Um, they're uh, they're capable of being competitive in both football and basketball, though lately not the case. Although they did make they did make a college football playoff. Oh. I'm going to go with Washington to start, mm. and then oh. from there, um. Let's see. Uh, then from there, I got three blue blood options for basketball um, across three across two different sports. Uh, and I think the best football team out of those three is UCLA. So I will go with UCLA. God so damn I, it. I, I got I got three teams out west. You know what? We we, we may have to work out a uh, a non conference game to see both of those uh, home jerseys on the field at the same time. Yes, but. Uh, in fact, in fact, I wish I took UCLA above Washington, but oh, I, shit. Uh, I can't do it now. Well, Zero is going to be in the home run derby. They, uh, so so uh, far, we have 
Pete Alonso right-handed. Well, I would assume left-handed. Uh, so we got Pete Alonso, Juan Soto, Acuna, Albert Pujols for some reason, Kyle Schwarber, Julio Rodriguez, and Jose Ramirez so far. Let's go. I wanted them to put Jose Ramirez when I went to the home run derby in Cleveland. Instead, I got Carlos Santana. <laughs> okay. Yes, um, who is my favorite baseball player of all time? Let's not forget that one. But mm-hmm. um, look, I really wanted UCLA. <sighs> okay. I'm going to take a football and a basketball school here. Uh, the football school I'm taking, I'm taking Kansas for basketball. But the football school, I'm, it's not really even a football school because they don't really have a lot of football success. But they're in the state of Texas. They have a shit ton of money, and they're starting to turn it around. I'll take Texas A&M. They're in my conference, buddy. Fuck, I forgot. I thought they were in the Big 12. God damn it. <laughs> um, I totally forgot. Um, I'll take Texas Tech then. Because I, I read somewhere that they're they're planning on building the biggest football facility um, in the country. And they got a shit ton of money. Well, that's fun. They got that oil money, that Texas money. Yeah. Um, I'll take Texas Tech. Decent basketball school. Actually, not a bad school. baseball school. Patrick Mahomes. That's cool. I like him. Yeah. Baker Mayfield for a year. Mm-hmm. Then Lane Kiffin told him to fuck off. Yeah, so you see, if the uh, if the SEC develops this whole pod method, I think it would make sense to to be able to have uh, pods of at least four. In which case, yeah, yeah, I, I'm gonna need something to complete the Oregon, Washington, UCLA uh, pod, and I th- I think having Arizona, which is not necessarily a blue blood per se. But mm-hmm. a, they are blue, and they are traditionally the, one of the best basketball schools in the country. So uh, not gonna not gonna be very competitive in football, um, but I think that they will be consistently really good at basketball. So now we got Arizona, UCLA, North Carolina, and Kentucky all in the same conference. That is gonna be kick ass. Um, Do you say say those two teams you just dropped again, Arizona and who? Arizona and and now I'm trying to figure uh, it out because I I got I got options. I have I have a pipe dream of possibly reviving somewhat some of the Big East. If I can, if I can somehow get, if I can get Pitt, West Virginia, and Cincinnati together. But man, West Virginia. West Virginia, where were you in basketball? <laughs> I got I got to figure out if they were competitive enough in basketball. No, but they were la- Bob Huggins. What the hell, man? How are you last? Okay. Uh, I may have to hold off on that, although that was going to be very fun. Um, so I picked Arizona. So next, man, I I am. Really, just gonna stick my middle finger in the face of Florida State. I'm gonna go with the school. <laughs> Currently, also very good at basketball. They just got a really good football coach. Now, I don't think that they were a very talented team this past year, but their record was really, really good in football. Um, their 
but I, I look, I don't like, I don't like football teams, NFL or college that have quarterbacks who are better runners than they are throwers. And this team had this problem, but man, Dave Aranda had a good thing going. I think you picked the mm. wrong Texas team. I'm going to go with Baylor. Mm. Just, just won a basketball championship two years ago. I am now realizing I should have took Baylor over Texas Tech. <laughs> I forgot about Baylor. I was so locked in on A&M. I'm like, yeah, they're in the Big 12. I want A&M. Oh, <laughs> they have not been in the... Oh, no, no. He rejected invitations to participate in the Home Run Derby. Oh, wait, oh. no, I'm reading that wrong. He rejected invitations in the past. He's coming this year. Okay. Oh, thank goodness, because I texted Good my gracious. friends, and, and you almost made an ass out of me. I almost ate an ass out of my throat. <laughs> I'm just now realizing I only have USC on the West Coast or out West. So I got to find them a friend. You <laughs> took UCLA. I don't think I want to take Cal. <laughs> oh, your favorite school, your favorite football teams out there. I was thinking them. I'm going to take them. I'll take Utah. There we go. In the Mormon market. Um, would be frowned upon if I took an FCS school. Uh, yes, because you haven't taken a Mac school yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if you take one, you got to take two. FCS. No, no, I was saying Mac, so they could play on Tuesdays. Oh, uh, no, I, I mean, I can just. Nobody would know the difference if I play if I scheduled like Bowling Green and Rutgers. No one would notice. <laughs> um, oh God, there's another. Oh, there's a Big Twelve team that just came to my head, and I. I don't know if I want to take them or if I want to, because I need more West Coast teams here. I don't think I care about the Northeast. I don't care about at all. It's just not. Co- it's just not good college. Athletics region. Um, I think I'm pretty. I don't really care. You own the South, so I don't care about that. <laughs> Texas is its own thing. I already have two schools from there. Uh, okay, I'm going to take the Big 12 school. I'm going to take Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Just, just like so solid at every school. They're never bad at like in football or basketball. They're just solid every year. And every once in a while, they had they accidentally like, oh shit, this team might win a championship. Yeah. And then they don't. But hey. again, Oklahoma, I got that Oklahoma money coming in. And I think Oklahoma State's like one of the twenty-five most valuable programs. Probably. I would assume so. But yeah, give me the give me the pokes. I also just want to call them the pokes. Utah probably would have been one of my final two picks should they have been alive. So I'm, I'm kind of regretting just announcing that. But I do know one I was going to take them anyway. And man, you, you know what we do in the SEC. You know that we're big on atmosphere and the SEC is bigger and better than everything else. You know, we are the, the heartbeat of college football. It's got to be in the South. It's intimidating stadiums. And one of the most intimidating mm-hmm. stadiums that you can play in do you know where I'm going with this? I do not. We're going to play in Lane Stadium, except 
when Virginia Tech plays Tennessee, we're going to go back to the racetrack at Bristol with mm. that floating jumbotron. I thought about Virginia Tech. I thought about them. Yeah. We got but then again, we got... I realized I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Won the, big, won, won the ACC in basketball this year because of one good week. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, they did. Beat my fighting Irish in the process. Wasn't happy about it. So now we got options. I could, man. You know, I might just do something crazy. Although, well, I don't want to do that anymore now that I looked at where they're at in basketball. But I'm going to pass on them. Uh, you know, they just, no. Oh, I hate, I, I can't take Virginia. I hate their football uniforms too much. I don't want them. Uh, and their quarterback's like number 96 or something. Vernon Armstrong? He's number five. Uh, no, the uh, the guy who's listed as a football player under his position. What's that? Thompson? Something Thompson? No, um, no. Uh, dude, they had like three quarterbacks played this past year. And one of them is like a kick returner slash receiver. Slash oh, I, I know. I know. Who you're, I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, that, that, I, that guy bugged me. I, yep. uh, I, Ooh. and I don't like how they have numbers on one side of their helmet. Uh, yeah. Don't know who they're trying to be. I am going to go with this next selection to round out my draft. You know what? I might just do it. Florida, your rival is back. I'm kind of just banking on coach prime, eventually making his way to Tallahassee. I'll go Florida state with my final selection, but um, I, I'm concerned about their competitiveness and Leonard Hamilton has weird rotations where his lottery picks come off the bench. Hey, what happened to Savali? Aaron Savali's out of this game? What happened? I don't care. He sucks. But uh, my <laughs> last pick. Hey, who's your uh, your Class A guy made the All-Star team? Class A? Emmanuel Class A, the guy we traded for Cor- Corey Kluber for? An- another trade victory. Yep, one inning of Corey Kluber got us Emmanuel Class A. I did have to watch the Lino to Shields play baseball, so that kind of like <laughs> that kind of like weakened the return. But wait, did 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 uh, the shortstop you guys got in return for Lindor make the All Star team? Yes, he did. <laughs> Andre Jimenez, yeah, he made the All Star team. Anything to avoid those gigantic contracts. Oh yeah, and then Ahmed Rosario, I think. Took is now the leading the franchise leader in hits for a month. He did because he caught fire in June. So you know, <laughs> Guardians just demolished that Lindor trade. I still miss Frankie. Okay, I was going to take Florida State, and now I'm thinking here. I'm thinking, should I go? There's a couple basketball schools out there, some really good basketball schools. I can go. Jim, I can go. I can go three routes with this. I can go. Jim Beheim's gonna die soon, just so you know. Listen, he probably should have done that before he killed the guy. Um, we got that. <laughs> yeah, they, they they got a standing ovation when he returned. Yeah. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. I almost said I almost just said Kentucky, but he's in the SEC. Okay, yeah. so I can go basketball school. I can go big money school school that's going to bring in a lot of money, or I can just go a cool school. 
<laughs> oh, what like uh, some blue turf? Does your conference need some blue turf? Something like that. Again, can I take an FCS school? Sure. Okay, I, go, I'm just keeping go, that in my back pocket if I if it comes down to it. Go play at the Fargo Dome. That was the team I was going to take if it came down to it. <laughs> um, you know what? Wouldn't be the worst team in your conference. No, it wouldn't, honestly. They're very <laughs> good. By the way, fucking Arizona, they're a horrible <laughs> football team. They're out of conference schedule. Their worst game is North Dakota State. They're going to lose that game. Whoever created that schedule needs to be in prison. Oh, God. I, can't, <laughs> I just completely lost focus. Um... I only had two West Coast teams, and Utah is my second West Coast team, so that's not very West Coast. Um, I guess I'll go with Big Brand. We need more nerds. I'll take Cal. <laughs> Big Brand. Yeah. I, Cal. I bet Cal makes a ton of money. Um, Are they a bigger brand than... I don't know, Syracuse? Scratch that. I'm taking Stanford. No. Yeah, holy cow. Stanford. You picked Cal over Stanford originally? Yeah. Uh, I forgot about Stanford. Where's TCU on the brand? TCU, that was a mess. Um, UConn and Syracuse for basketball. <laughs> Hey, I, Texas, I Texas cannot, State basketball is good. Texas State I, basketball is good. I cannot help but notice not, none of us, neither of us, took a service academy school. Just throwing that one out there. That That's a crying shame. Yeah. Uh, I want, I want Army, but not Navy. Uh, no, you know what? You need Navy because they're rivals with Notre Dame and because they're that's competitive right. with Ohio State one time. Army was competitive with Ohio State one time. I'm, cer- I'm certain, too. Navy's actually I, almost beat Ohio State twice. Actually, I'm the one who should have taken Army because they almost beat uh, – they took uh, Oklahoma to, like, triple overtime or something. That's right. I remember that game was on fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, that game was that game was so low-grade that they put it on pay-per-view, and it turned out to be one of the biggest games of the week. I was watching it on a periscope. Somebody just periscoped yes. it from yeah. their cell phone. I was, that's yeah. how I was watching it. And they were trolling us, too, because they – like, yeah. during – in between plays, they were just like videoing their shoes and saying, "Like you let my shoes is just something goofy." Just because this one guy had the power, the power of all of college football nation in his hands. Yes, they did. I. He really did. Okay, I I I almost thought about Oregon State just for a second there. I don't know why. Oh, you and those. That's those... baseball. I need that baseball market. I also like Oregon. I just like the state of Oregon. You can. I invite you to speak, James. But um, State was a miss. BYU, BYU. I got the, I got the Mormon market cornered. Um, obviously got out not, of that holy war. Yeah, Iowa State maybe. Yeah, um, they were. I could I could have took them for the Iowa. I considered Iowa. Boston. The school that I was actually really considering was Louisville. Um, I now that. About them too. Now that Papa John's is uh, back and handing out money. Um, <laughs> although he, they also just got a lineman, like a four-star lineman. Yeah. And uh, although uh, Papa John is a Ball State guy, so 
uh, I guess he's now he he has an F he's a power five team and a group of five team because there Louisville is all of a sudden making a bunch of money. Um, and they just snagged the number one running back in the country or something like that. So they're up and coming. But uh, I had to remember, because I originally did not think of this, I had to remind myself that Rick Pitino is no longer the basketball coach, and he hasn't been for like five years. No, he hasn't. Where's he at? I think he's at Iona. Iona, indeed. Yeah. Okay, so what would it take for me to for you to trade me LSU? Oh, Oh, uh, you know what? This could just be the ultimate uh, fu to Brian Kelly. Uh, Notre Dame ah. for LSU, please. I can't do that. I can't. Do, I need Notre Dame, but um, I I I really badly want LSU. I love LSU. Oh, damn it! <laughs> but um, I love the LSU brand. I love everything about them. Oh, you know, you know what? I, I always need- root for them. I, well, you know what? This year, um, I'm not going to be rooting for you. But I will uh, – man, I, I kind of need Brian Kelly losing to Nick Saban. I kind of need that. Um, so I can, I, I'm inclined to hold on to him so he can uh, – ah. his, so his trip to the SEC will not go unpunished. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, no. how I, that's how I'm viewing this. Um, I'm trying to find any. <sighs> so looking at the, I'm looking at, I'm looking at both our teams right now, or both our selections. I, I think if we put it up to a poll and a million people voted in it, I think, I think I would get the win just because I have three of the biggest brands in college sports in Texas, Notre Dame, and USC. But I think yours. I think your roster is much deeper. I do too. I, it depends on how much people care about college basketball. I think. Uh, right. I think you dominated the the top three. Right. Texas, Notre Dame, USC. Yes. I mean, that's just that's just mid two thousands college football right there. That's those, those are arguably the three biggest brands in college football. Qu- uh, could quite could very much be, but maybe not I, USC, but. I also, though, I could have all four of the final four in college basketball. So You could. You have North Carolina. Let's see. So now you have Kentucky and North Carolina. And UCLA, Arizona. And, and UCLA and Arizona. And Baylor. I, uh, I have Kansas, Duke. And I know mean, those are the only two blue bloods I have. But um, I would also uh, have Michigan, Texas Michigan Tech. State. Michigan State, Illinois, Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio State. Sometimes, um, when Chris Holtman's not there, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to get my shot in at Chris Holtman. Yeah, you should have drafted Butler. Now that uh, they have Butler, a bring Thad Mata back in just to have mm-hmm. him humiliate Ohio State. All right. see, I'm trying to think of some other misses. UNLV, just get the gambling market. Yeah, oh, Tathan. The Big Ten last, the Big Ten championship game presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Did you consider Cincinnati whatsoever? I did, but that they're just they don't have enough success as a just as an athletic program. Yeah, they, Man, they, they were good UTSA in college. They were good have made it. What's that? UTSA. Mmm. Snub. The Roadrunners. 
But um, what was I gonna say? Cincinnati does. They they used to have a really good college basketball team. Cincinnati did, but that was a long mm-hmm. time ago. That was and the their old football team just doesn't have enough success outside of the two year, the Brian Kelly year, and then last year or the last two years. The only way I would have taken Cincinnati is if I could have had Pitt, West Virginia, and Cincinnati together. But I already made the decision that I was going to take Baylor at the eight spot. And once I did that, there's no, I didn't even have three picks left. So it was just not going yeah. to happen. So Cincinnati, that's when Cincinnati left my mind entirely. Trying to, so I got, I got Kansas, Duke at four. Yeah. I, I really wish you didn't take North Carolina because I was going to take Duke, North Carolina then. I, I would have been, that was what really made me mad. And UCLA, I really wanted UCLA. So Instead I have, settled for Miami and Texas Tech. All right, so what would these pods look like now? So I'm thinking – so obviously the West Coast teams are all going to be together. Like, no kidding. Right. Um, where does Notre Dame – what kind of pod do they fit into? Who are they going to be mixed with in your I mind? Gotta, I got to pull up all the Big Ten teams because now I got to – Big Ten. Because I got I got that the visual. I can't just go off memory. Because geographically, they are the closest. There are three closest schools, or I guess four. Well, I guess. Four. Well, I don't know where Purdue and Indiana are relative to the state. Uh, Indiana's closer. Is it okay? So Northwestern, Illinois, and Indiana. Oh, I forgot about Northwestern. I was thinking about Michigan and Michigan Purdue. State. No, it, it, well, Purdue's yeah, in Indiana. But, I should have took Indiana University, Purdue University. Yes. No, you should have taken UIPUI, I-U-P-U-I, Indiana University, Purdue I University of Indiana. I wanted, I wanted the Penguins. Oh, my gosh. But, um, so... Jim Trestle, I think, just retired as their president. He's going to. He's stepping down. Uh-huh. I said he should come back and coach the Ball and Wallace Yellow Jackets from in Berea, Ohio, but that's the <laughs> So I guess Notre Dame would be in a pod if it, with the team. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, I, I'm not going to prioritize travel all that much, except for the West Coast teams. I got to help them out. Obviously, USC, Utah, and Stanford are going to be in a pod, and probably Oklahoma State would fit in there. Um, I think Notre Dame would be with Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. And Penn State. Oh, wow. That's competitive. Yeah, well, yeah, no, Ohio State's going to be in a pod with, hmm, I don't know, uh, Rutgers, Maryland, <laughs> and <laughs> a rotating door of Kansas Nebraska. and Stanford. Nebra- oh, all right. So but, going- but, but Notre Dame needs to be with Michigan and Michigan State. They need to be with them. I need those rivalries. I do too. So I'm I'm looking at a map right now, and by the way, I was wrong. Purdue is uh, closer than um, Indiana is, but mm. it looks like Northwestern is the closest. Right. It, but you you have to. It's certainly the closest flight because you have to, if you were to fly over the Lake it's Michigan. Google Maps this shit. Yeah. So Notre Dame's closest relatives are going to be Northwestern. Then I'll say, I'll actually say Michigan State, then 
No, no, no. I'm going to say Northwestern, Purdue, then Michigan State, then Michigan. Then Indiana, then Ohio State. Wow. I mean, Notre Dame and Ohio State are four hours ap- only four hours apart, and they're still – like, Ohio State and Notre Dame are fifth in the geography right. rivalry. Northwestern's at a pretty good location. They're right on the water. I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh, Google their facilities. Google images. Oh, I see their, their facilities are, like, top of the Right line. there. And, they're, yeah, they're right on the water, and they're top of the line. And they got they grass. have really good athletic facilities. A grass field. Because they're never going to fire their coach. I think the oh is it the owner of the Bears? It's um something Ryan. Is Alice? um is it Alice? I don't know. Uh, no, the owner of the Bears is some old lady. Uh, owner but of the Bears. Aaron some... Rodgers. Wow. Uh, Virginia <laughs> Alice McCaffrey. Yeah, it's, it's not her. It's she's ninety nine. Yeah, she's Goodness she's gracious. old. The uh, the Lions owner is also up there Sheila too. Ford. Yep. Um, I just remember that because I remember I love how Daniel Campbell says that. No, no, no. It's uh, it's Martha, I think, or Marsha. One of the, oh yeah, Marsha Ford. She no, was wait. the daughter. Oh, great. Lions. She was the daughter who's kind of in charge now because her mom's old and senile. Yes, 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 yes. There's a but part I, in it, Sheila. Yes, yes. Um, Who's that old owner of the Reds? Uh, Marge Shot. I remember. I just I remember they made a documentary, a thirty for thirty about her. I got to go back and watch it because I remember she is a character. Yeah, I think she was uh, bullying her players, particularly yeah, the she's black kind, ones. Yeah, she was kind of like she's kind of a dick. She's uh, <laughs> she's she's a, a little bit uh, old school. Um. In particular, with her preferences of skin color. Oh, baby. Red she was, hey, she was mean to Dave Parker. I didn't like that. Uh, great Pittsburgh Pirate. I looked up Red's owner, and the third thing was Red's owner racist. Uh, well, I'm surprised die? that was the third thing, actually. Because <laughs> with the Castellinis this year and how goofy they are. Oh, been, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that Marge Shot was the third hit. I feel like there would have been plenty of Castellini news to to comb through before you made it there, but evidently not. James, I invited you to speak, man. But um, you, you know, you kind of fucked up when you had your Wikipedia section is sanctions and forced retirement. Yeah. Oh man. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey. Good man. What's up? Good. Um, I just wanted to do some talk about Deshaun Watson a little bit because he he had a his first string wide receiver was Brandon Cooks, and right. now isn't he currently a third string wide receiver on another team? Brandon Cooks? No, he resigned with the Texans. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, saw, he resigned like two fifty or something. Two years I for think fifty. He he would be a second string wide receiver or a third string wide receiver on a different team, right? Um, no, I mean, he's been... He was okay for the Texans, but that was all Deshaun Watson really had. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been good. He's been a dude for a while. I mean, he's had 1,000-yard receiving seasons, I think, in, like, five of his eight seasons or something like that. Like, he was good with the, uh, not the Rams, the uh, Saints. He had that one year with New England where he was just kind of there. He had, like, 
I think he had like a thousand yards, just barely a thousand yards. I think he got in the last game of the year. And then, and then he came to the Texans and I'm looking at his numbers now in 2020 at 1150 for six touchdowns. And then last year he had 1037 for six touchdowns. So he, I don't think he's a number one. Yeah. But he, he's, he's definitely not a number three. He's, he's definitely not a wide receiver three for a team. Yeah. He would be an upgrade. He would start on every team in the NFL. Okay. So now that the Browns have a collection of wide receivers that can all, that about four of them have potential to be a one. The Browns? Yeah. So how do you, uh, how much better do you think Deshaun Watson's going to get from? I think he's, I think he's just going to get better. Uh, his stats may go down because. The, yeah. the Browns are the Browns yeah. are so re- the Browns are so reliant on the run game, and because I, I I like I like the potential for a lot of the Browns receivers. Obviously, Amari Cooper is a proven commodity in the league. Donovan Peoples Jones looks pretty good. We'll see. Um, everything I've heard from uh, um, not camp um, o- OTAs is that David Bell looks awesome. And then behind them, it's, it's you know, Jakeem Grant, who was brought in as a special teamer. Anthony Schwartz, who doesn't look like he belongs on a football field. Uh, Javon Wims, who is who he is. And then this Michael Woods kid they drafted out of Oklahoma. So, and his, you, his, I'm sorry. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, what I was just going to say is I, th- I think it's because the Sean Watson is when, when he was in Houston, he was a do it all guy. And he, he could still do that in Cleveland. Like, if he really wanted to, he could do that in Cleveland. But it's just the offense. Kevin Stefanski is not that kind of guy where it's going to be run and gun. It's going to be a lot of they're going to pick their spots with Deshaun Watson, and they're going to run the shit out of the football. Because they have the, arguably the best offensive line. Obviously, Nick Harris picking over at center this year is going to be, you know, we'll see. And then Jack Conklin with his injury last year, we'll see if he'll ever be the same. But – yeah, Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to be fine. I still think he's going to be really good. I said when I said that when he is on the field, he is a top five quarterback talent. Um, so we'll you know we'll see we'll see, but I I don't think he's going to be all that much better than what he's ever been. I just think this is a good system for him because if you look at Baker Mayfield, he came in as a running run and shoot quarterback, and then he came into the Stefanski system where they kind of made him a general man or not. I keep saying general manager, but field manager quarterback, and he thrived in it for the one year, and then he got hurt, and then the AFC got a shit ton better, so we needed to upgrade. Yeah, I just feel like I I don't has Deshaun Watson ever had a good running back in his career? Um, I'm trying to think. Lamar Miller was there. Um, I mean, Lamar Miller didn't he get Lamar Miller like after his prime though? No, I think he had – yeah, maybe. I got to – I don't know how – that's one of those players I can't remember how long he played. He was always on my fantasy. He always found his way on my fantasy team. But Lamar Miller started in 2016, so that would have been Deshaun Watson's first year. So, no, yeah, he got, he got him, month. like, right – because his prime was – Lamar Miller's prime was very short. It was, like, three or four seasons, arguably. Yeah. So, he got him for the tail end of his prime. But he, he was still pretty decent. But again, he's nowhere near Nick Chubb or. Three he's three. not. He. I don't even. Do you? Th- I don't even think Lamar Miller was a Deanna Johnson. To be honest, I think 
I oh, think they're kind of, I think Dearness Johnson's ceiling is Lamar Miller. It's prime. I don't know about that because, like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's. I, I feel like Dearness on any Johnson. other team, Dearness Johnson could be a second or first. Yeah, game. no, I agree. I agree. The second a you watch the second a running back goes down this year, teams are going to be calling the Browns now. Yeah, they're going to. They're going to yeah. be. Yeah, they're going to be ringing off. The phone's going to be. They should have already the though because he ran for a hundred something yards in the Broncos last year. He ran well, for like oh, no, was it against the Broncos or a different team? Because he, it was the Broncos. Yeah, it was the Broncos. Because everyone. Yeah, didn't he run for like 149 yards in that game? Maybe. I mean, he was. He's always been a guy I like a lot. He had a. He's had a. Every time he gets the ball, he just does something well. I remember in 2020 against the Colts, it was like third and 13, um, with like two or like not enough time left. Like the Colts needed a stop. And it was like a seven-point game or something like that, and he picked up the first down. And every he just does stuff like that. Every time he's in the game, he had a couple big runs against the Cowboys in uh, 2020 when Nick Chubb got hurt. So every time he's in, he does something good. When I when I compared him to Lamar Miller, I'm not saying that he's going to only be as good as Lamar Miller. I think it's just a fair comparison that that's how good this, uh, he can become. The prime because the prime Lamar Miller is is a very good running back. And I, that's why I think Darius Johnson could be. I don't think he'll be like Kareem Hunt. I feel like with I feel like that his ceiling is like Kareem Hunt, like out of his prime. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with that. He he has a lot of potential. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Could be an amazing. Like said, the second a running back goes down, he's getting traded. He's going to get traded. But the reason he didn't get traded is because he was a restricted free agent this year. Yeah. And uh, he he actually had Drew Rosenhaus as his agent, and Drew Rosenhaus kind of screwed him because he told him that like, hey, you're going to get a big deal from someone, and that big deal just never came, and it just and the Browns are like, all right, we'll bring you back for really cheap then, just because he he just went through. And the then didn't he go with a different guy. agency? Yeah, he fired Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably going to go see him and for the preseason, see what's going on with all the new talent and stuff. Right. And, yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to a preseason game because I want to see all the new rookies, like Woods and everybody. I just hope to not see Anthony Schwartz because he – Yeah, he's not. He's not. Unless – he, he just didn't look like he belonged. Yeah, I feel like the only thing he's good for is a, the a jet sweep. Yeah. Like, he, he, the only thing he could do is a jet sweep. Yeah, or take the top off the defense yeah, yeah, every yeah. now and then. Something like that. Or, like, but, a, um, just a Raider, like, playbook, like, only verticals. Like, that's right, the only right. thing he can do. Yeah, I mean, he... He had a really big catch in the first game against the Chiefs and then just did nothing. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then did absolutely nothing. And then, mm-hmm. for... Patrick Mahomes, yeah. uh, speaking of the Chiefs, how do you think he's going to do without Tyreek Hill? Cole, what do you think? I, I don't think. Oh, he, boy. He, I don't think he's going to be the same because now people. I know, but then also, I do feel like he's going to be different because now people have to change their game plan against the Chiefs, right? Because they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. Yeah, the, the and, game plan just got easier. But I also like, I also like Devin Pringle. I think that he's, he's with a the uh, wide receiver. He's with the Bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Miko Hardman. Is I kind of like that Miko for Justin. Th- yeah, yeah. Meek, I also like him. He's very solid. I, I but, mean, they, who they it's, is it? Meek and Corey Coleman. No, it's no, Juju uh, Smith Schuster. Yeah, oh Ju- yeah, I, I keep forgetting dra- about that. He like Juju has not. He didn't really do much last season because right. he was of the injury, and I'm they, like, um, I, I I basically forgot about him. Actually, Corey Coleman is on the roster, but um, they uh they drafted yeah, Sky Moore. Yeah, Sky Moore too. They didn't they get Sky him Moore. in like the sixth round? No, they got fourth um, round. Fourth round. Yeah. Six- it was, yeah, yeah so I, can't, I can't remember that off the top of my head. But they also have Second. they have Michael Hardman and Juju. They signed uh, Marquise Valdez Scantling, um, and then Josh Gordon's on the roster. We'll see if that could be anything. Cornell yeah. Powell is a kind of is a guy I, I'm, I'm interested in. They signed him over from the Packers, and then one of their unrestricted or uh, undrafted free agents, Justin Ross, they signed. His 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 upside is huge because before his devastating neck injury. He was going to be the wide receiver one of last year's class. Yeah. And he just suffered a catastrophic injury. So, and he's undrafted. So if anybody can make it work, it can be Patrick Mahomes in that system. Um, without Tyree Kill, though, it, obviously you lose an element to the offense in which separated it from every other offense in the NFL just because Tyree Kill is the most dynamic player in the NFL. But yeah. I, I, I think they're going to be fine. Um, I don't think they're – if I had to take a guess right now, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think the Broncos are the best team. Yeah. Um, but I but also they're, they're think, still going to be the Chiefs. They're going to win 11-plus 11, yeah. 11 games. But I also think that I'd say next year I'd give Kelsey one more year. I think he might retire this year. Ooh. So what – he just, he just re-signed, man. I don't know. I don't know. And but then also on the topic of tight ends, the Browns' new tight end, that new guy, do we did we really need him? The new the basketball the power forward guy that we just got. Um, what's his name? I know yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't remember his remember. name. But did we really need him? I yeah, don't I guess for did. depth purposes because we're relying on David and Joku, and I like David and Joku a lot. Yeah. But he he just doesn't have the stats. He just he just hasn't doesn't have the stats so far in his career. Like he he's been good. He was really good last year, but we'll see because he's had he's had problems dropping the football, and he just there's just something about him. It's like all right, man, you gotta we gotta see you gotta take a step at some point. And the Browns gave him a lot of money, so he better take that damn step. But I also think that he wasn't getting the ball enough because Kevin Stefanski had a rotation of three tight ends. Yeah. Coming in yeah, the they game. Try, they tried to make Austin Hooper work. They had, I didn't like, understand he, why they money. had the three tight ends because that's the fancy. I can't that's remember the fancy his system. Yeah, I can't remember his the other guy's name. It wasn't a joke. Harrison Bryant. Hooper. Yeah, Bryant. They tried to make him Hooper and a joke work, but I just didn't understand why. I mean, I liked Harrison, but yeah, we'll see about him. He wasn't. He wasn't knowing Joku and. No. Or Hooper, like it. It's just he. No, I yeah. Tight end room is, I think, the big uh, outside of defensive tackle, the biggest mystery on this team. But then, I don't know. It's just the Browns have a very interesting roster this year. They do. They really do. And I also think that if they lose to the Panthers, that uh. something is gonna. 
it's going to be bad. And then also, I think that the, do you think the defense might have a personal vendetta against Baker? That's the thing. I've been going back and forth and with that in my own head. I, I don't think they hate Baker Mayfield, but yeah, me neither. Baker but like, I also think that they might be a little bit more aggressive because of a fact that they cannot lose to the Panthers, or else. I, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't really buy that. Or else, like if they lose to Baker Mayfield, because they're pro- they're probably not going to have Deshaun Watson for that game. So I mean, but yeah, I mean, Brissett is pretty solid, but he's not. He's he's, he's an right, average. He's, he's an average quarterback, and you don't win with the average in the NFL. Exactly, and but he's 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 not as good as Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's not. He's not starter, but he's he's pretty solid. Yeah, he's very solid for the role he's going to play in. Um, but the, the pro- they're not going to – I don't think they're going to lose to the Panthers because the Panthers are just not a good football team offensively. Um, but, yeah, and like you said, Baker went from one of the best uh, line to the worst. Yeah, but the, also, if worst. CMC is healthy, which right, I doubt yeah. is going to happen because he's probably going to get injured in like the first quarter. Yeah, that um, offensive line. I mean, they invested into that <laughs> offensive line, but it's, it's not good. Yeah, I feel like – CMC has the potential to be a Hall of Fame running back. If oh, he's, he's a healthy. Dog yeah. but, but he's never going to get healthy. Yeah. That, so yeah. Well, that, that talk is pretty much over unless he rushes for like 2,000 yards for the rest of his career. It's. Uh, he's. I don't, I, I mean, I don't I know. I got to take a look at his numbers. I got to. I just don't think that he will ever recover from the amount of injuries that he's had. In his career, yeah, I mean the last two years have been bad, just because he can't stay on the field. But yeah, I mean when he is healthy, he is arguably the best football player. Uh, not not arguably because Aaron Donald is, but he is arguably the best offensive threat out there with Tyreek Hill. <laughs> uh, I mean, twenty nineteen, him not winning the MVP is absurd. Yes, and then Tua and Tyreek. Don't think it's gonna work. But I just don't think two is good. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think two is meant for this league. He, he just no. I just don't no. I feel like yeah, I, didn't the Dolphins have a better record with Jacoby Brissett? No, they didn't. No, Jaco- no, Jacoby Brissett wasn't good with them. <laughs> I just they actually came on when when two when two was in they win because two has a high winning percentage. I just don't think he's in. but he's just not good. He, yeah, I just like, don't think it's sustainable, especially yeah, in an AFC that's now loaded in, in quarterback talent. But do you think that Baker's going to start over Darnold? Yeah, he has to. This this move is a home run swing for Matt Rule to save his job. I just feel like we had. A good talent in Baker, and we just gave him away for nothing. I feel like the okay, so it was an okay choice, but I feel like we could have gotten more for him. If we're if we're going just based, but on also the talent, cap space was crazy. So if, if we're going just based on talent, yeah, Baker Mayfield should have gone for more. But the problem is the Browns. The Browns had no leverage, so teams could lowball the Browns like no like. Getting a fifth round pick, obviously, that was probably the. It was just like Jarvis. Yeah, it, no, the Browns had no leverage um, because they were going to have to pay him no matter what. Nobody was going to take him at his full salary of eighteen and a half. I think it was because they already picked up his fifth year option 
before the season, before they uh, got Deshaun Watson. So the Browns had no leverage. So teams were like, we'll take them, but you got it. You got to take most of the money. And the Browns were like, this mobile. Yeah. And then the Brown, and then the Browns were like, okay, well we had no incentive of trading him if we're going to have to pay him all this money anyway. So the Browns, the Browns had no leverage there. They were never going to get anything other than a mid round draft pick. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Was that cool? What do you think about the chiefs? Uh, We never got your opinion. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think that Tyree Kill does a great job of getting himself open, so that's a difficult weapon to lose. I fully understand that Patrick Mahomes has all these funky arm angles and he can throw the ball 80 yards, but I still think the majority of the time he's throwing to wide-open receivers. So I think it's going to be a challenge for him. Now, Tra- Travis Kelsey's still alive, so I don't want to just say, like, oh, that, that receiving core is trash, and I do think mm-hmm. that, that they've done a good job getting Juju Smith-Schuster and Sky Moore into the fold. So I don't think either of them are Tyree Kill, but we'll see what the combination of those guys does. But, look, I, I've been waiting for Patrick Mahomes' job to become difficult for a long time. But the problem with that is their offensive line is very, very, very good. So I still think that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a chance. And he is mobile, so if the pocket collapses, he can escape. But – uh I, I still think that they're going to the be Chiefs fine. Wait, the Chiefs line? Yes. Uh, they got Wasn't Orlando the Brown. Line like... they, they oh, yeah, they did Kyle sign Brown. Orlando. And, yeah. and they dragged Kyle Long out of retirement. They got and Creed Humphrey is a monster. He was yes. a monster. Creed is like – he's a different yes. story. Second round yeah, pick. And, they got, and Trey Smith was a six-round yep. pick from Tennessee, and he made the starting lineup. He was a – I think he was a guy where, like, he was an injury risk, but he was, that's yeah. why his draft stock plummeted. But he was, like, supposed – he was mocked to be, like, a second rounder. So, they – man, they just – Brett Veach is really good at his job. And I think uh, his general managerial skills are uh, going to keep this team afloat, despite the fact that the stars around Patrick Mahomes are starting to age. Um, I, I don't think there's any way – I don't think Patrick Mahomes – necessarily well this is gonna be a hot take but I, I don't think he was as valuable as Tyreek Hill I, I I think Tyreek Hill has a knack for getting himself completely open and I I think that they're really gonna miss him although he was old so I understand why they let him walk I just I think how, there's what, too how, much talent what, how old is he uh, really pushing 30 wow. if not already 30. Tyree Kill. I, not, I don't think Tyree – Tyree Kill is 28. So he's still – he's still got Yeah, he's still young. He's got years. Well, uh, I th- he was going to require big money, and then half of that contract right. was going to be 31, 32 years old. So I, I think that's kind of why they avoided it, and there's no way that he was just going to accept a one- or two-year deal because he could get more guaranteed right. money by signing a four-year deal. And somebody was going to give that to him. So, yeah, that's why he left. Yeah, and, and it, it makes sense, and I have – I have no problem with what happened, um, but I still think that there's too man. If you have a really good offensive line, you're it, it's hard to be bad, and I right. still think that they have plenty of talent elsewhere. But yeah, and you have a bad offensive line, it's easy to be bad. Yes, yeah. even I, if you're Super even Bowl if, against the uh, Buccaneers, their offensive line got their lunch eaten. Yeah, uh, because they were missing both of their offensive tackles. Yeah. And, and I think the Buccaneers had like four pass rushers who were awesome. 
Uh, brutal. I can't believe I still bet on the Chiefs knowing that their offensive line was that way. Um, although Tyreek Hill, as much as I'm praising him, uh, still made a huge mistake letting that ball bounce off his face mask and Patrick Mahomes threw a ball basically horizontal to the ground. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know. But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is different, man. man I as, think as he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. As much as well, I would did love Baker to and Patrick play the same school for a year? Yeah, uh, yeah so, no. so, yeah, they were there at the same time. Uh, well, they oh, were wait, going no. to be, Baker transferred when Pat, so they probably crossed paths, but yeah, Baker they transferred. Paths, but yeah, Baker as, was the starter, and then he got hurt, and then Mahomes took over, and that's why Baker transferred. Oh. Or walked on to Oklahoma. All right. Well, On the topic of the Browns, you said something about the defensive line. Yes. I like the Perry and Winfrey pink. I think that I he's going to be a beast. Yeah, Oklahoma, he is. Oklahoma nose tackle? Yeah, when he, in the press conference he was like, if I'm not, I don't sleep. Yeah, I, he's, a, he's yeah. an interesting cat. Oh, he's he he's funny, though. Yeah, he is. He's an interesting cat, but yeah, their defensive line is—it's a—it's a giant mystery. Um, they—they—they've been flirting with the idea of signing signing and Sue. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull the trigger. I don't think that we do. We, do we really need that? Because we do. I mean, uh, yes. what's his name? Who uh, got arrested for assaulting a officer? Malik McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not. On that the was team just the stupidest thing I've. Like he just signed like a twelve million dollar deal, and he yeah, just goes and messes it all up. Like twelve million dollars, tip of your fingers. All you had to do was oh. play six it was after the games. Season, so we got all that money though. Oh, oh yeah, oh, man. Buddy, like, buddy, it's... buddy, go Google Miles Bridges. <laughs> yeah, athletes make stupid decisions. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh... Miles Bridges just lost one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. He just uh But the Browns defensive uh tackles, I mean, Jordan Elliott has not proven it at all, and he's probably gonna be a starter. Tommy Togi yeah. was basically they the Browns publicly said he's not ready to play in the NFL. So he didn't really play much last year. That's... Uh they signed Taven Bryan, who's serviceable. But they, they need help in the defense uh, defensive tackle. The good news is their edge rushers are so goddamn good. Yeah, that is can help, but they're gonna need some guys in up front. Um, but yeah, Miles Bridges. Have you yeah, seen the pictures? I uh, yes, they're not great. They were bad. Oh, shut up! I, I, I mean, he. Oh yeah, it's and also the Guardians. Horrible name. I I literally can't stop thinking about it. I, so, so bad. So I hated it at first. I'm starting to come around to it. I don't hate it all that much. It, it's not. It's not as bad as I thought. I really wanted the spiders, but it's not as bad as it. it spiders. As we're as we're like eighty plus games into the season, seeing eighty plus games of the Guardians, it, it's not that bad. Should have just been the tribe. I'll keep saying it. I, I agree. They should have just been the tribe, but they could have kept their team history and also dodged well, still are sort of historical I mean, inaccuracies. They didn't lose their team history. Well, okay, fine, but 
people wouldn't have to go get new memorabilia that has like uh, I, don't I mean know, they still like, would that has a baseball with wings I, again, I'm starting to come around to it. I like it because they only use it on the on the shoulder. It's not a main logo. The main logo is just the C. But I, it, on the shoulder, it looks nice. And this is not uh, just me, like, this is not me just, like, trying to talk myself into it. I get it. I get it. No, it's, well, first of all, I think it's just like a fact of life that you become more tolerant of something the more you're used to it, even if you still don't like it. So it's like, ah, you know, and this is all this stuff with college sports right now with all this conference realignment. Oh my gosh. You know, we're, we're going to be playing a bunch of schools that are seven States away that we have never had true rivalries with 20 years from now when we're used to it and won't, we won't think anything different of it. And especially the kids who grew up, who will be growing up, who wouldn't even know otherwise. So it's, it'll all feel normal eventually. And that's when it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, My bad. They, I left. they didn't really change much of the uniform either. To be, they really, because it's, it's the same. They're wearing their white uniforms right now. And they only, it's still the same font that they had for uh, Indians. So I, I honestly haven't really, as weird as it sounds, I haven't noticed it all that much. I haven't really, it hasn't really fully sunken in that I'm not watching the Indians. But did you see if you turn the guard, the G upside down, it's, uh, it's Chief Wahoo? It, it, it's similar. <laughs> it's similar. Hey, I like that you brought your tinfoil hat to the show today. <laughs> Man, oh man, the Guardians. I love them. You got anything else for us, man? I do not. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm distracted by Jose Ramirez. But, um, yeah, my conference, I think we have, I think, I think we're going to make the most money, is what I'm trying to, is what I'm going to say here. All right, well, that's, that's fair. I... You you may do more winning. Yep. However, mine is going to be cooler and it's going to be on TV a lot more. Uh, you want to get into this trivia? Uh, yes. Give me one second. I can pull it up. Uh, trivia. You can start first because I have to pull it up. All right. Let me... Uh... I got I, I cranked up the difficulty on you this week. Oh, baby. I Because uh, I know that there's one question that I'm going to miss at least. So I got to I gotta prepare. All right, here we go. Uh, at the – wow. I did – oh, that's not what I meant. I meant this comp. Okay. <laughs> um. You know what, I'll just save that question for later since I uh, listed the wrong conference that I was gonna that I was gonna ask you about. Okay, here we go. Difficult question. Who was the fourth quarterback drafted in the first round after Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger? Oh baby. Get there. Yeah. 
Um, the fourth quarterback after Rivers, Manning, and Roethlisberger. 2004 NFL draft. Ooh. So you're, oh man. Who else was in that draft? It, usually only think of those three. Well, yeah, because this other guy, not tremendously memorable. No. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of the most. They think you're asking me this because I would know the name. Ooh, um, I think one of the McCown brothers got drafted tonight. Is it Luke McCown? It's J.P. Lossman. Oh. From the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. In Tulane University. Did he ever start? Did he start somewhere? Yeah, I think in Buffalo. I mean, not necessarily for a, a long period of time, but I think he started. That's right, he did. Um, I was trying to remember, because I remember him starting somewhere. I just don't remember anyway. But anyway, uh, college football. Ooh, here we go. Name the two previous head coaches at North Carolina before Mac Brown. Oh, my gosh. That is a fantastic. Fantastic question. Thank you. Um, one that I probably can't answer. I I can't picture anybody. Oh, um, Butch Davis is one of them. Who on earth was in between? The, actually, I, I don't even know if he was one of those two recent, but he was – Butch Davis was one of them within the past, like, 10, 15 years. So I'll, I, I guess I'll keep him on on the board. Um, who it was a few years ago? Oh, uh, no. What? Well, no. No, 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 no. But I, I don't know. I, I think I would know it if you said it, but I'm not anywhere close to being able to pick it out of thin air myself. So I will, I'll just say Butch Davis and then resign on the second one. Larry Fedora. Ah, yeah. That, where's he at now? Like Cal or something? Uh, I don't I, think he's at Cal, but I know the is. name. Spelled Fedora wrong. And, come on. Larry Fedora, where are you at? Where in the world are you? He is a head coach and general manager of the New Orleans Breakers, the USFL. No, <laughs> Okay. Um, name all eight teams of the final Big Eight Conference. Oof. The big eight. So SMU, Baylor, Texas. 
That that was the original conference that I was going to ask you about, which was the Southwest. Oh, um, who's the big? I, uh, oh, um, is the Big Twelve right? So there was a, to my understanding, the Big Eight combined with a a chunk of the Southwest to create the Big Twelve. Okay. So there's a there's a, a merge, is what I understand. Okay, so Texas. Oklahoma, um, Texas A&M, Baylor. That's four. Don't tell me if they're. Um, this is all one clean shot because I honestly have no idea. So uh, <laughs> Texas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Baylor. Um, who else was in originally there? I can eliminate a few teams, but. TCU wasn't because they used to be in the WAC. Um, God damn it. Um, Oklahoma State. That's five. Who the hell's in the Big 12 right now? <laughs> West Virginia. Uh, yeah, no, not them. Um, <laughs> I don't think Houston, no. Texas Tech, six. Colorado, seven. Um, God damn it. Not TCU. Not. Oh, um, Nebraska. Um, wrong. I mean, you got some of them right. Um, but it was Colorado, Iowa State, ah. Kansas, and Kansas State, Oklahoma, oh, and Oklahoma State, and then Missouri, Nebraska. So none of the tech. Basically, yeah, what the hell. Basically, just none of the Texas schools. Because it would have been Texas, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, and Baylor who joined. Yeah, I was way off there. Um, <laughs> so, okay, baseball. The 2012 season had three perfect games. Matt Kane and who else? Who, name the other two. Oh, man. Three perfect- I think it was the last season there was a perfect game, too. Uh, I'll go. Gosh darn it! This is so hard to remember who had a perfect game and who had a no hitter. Um, Felix Hernandez. I think. I think Felix Hernandez was the last one to have a perfect game. Um, so I'm gonna. I yeah, think he so did fun. it late in the season. So I'm, I'm gonna go Felix Hernandez. Um, gosh, let's see. Twenty was Mark Burley on the Marlins at that point? Gosh. So I guess I because I think both of his perfect games slash no hitters were on the White Sox. So I'm I guess I'm I guess it's not him. Oh, did the Angels have somebody weird who got a, a perfect game or something? Um, I don't know. Jared Weaver. The Angels had somebody who died around that time. It was like some relief pitcher who I had never yes, heard of. Yeah, I remember that. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know who it was, but uh, all right. Uh, pretty confident in Felix Hernandez. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Now we um. Now we get to the point where it's uh, kind of just spray and pray. I'm going to lock in. Uh, Jared Weaver. Mm-mm. It was everyone remembers this. Philip Humber. Oh, he was uh the White Sox. White Sox. Yeah. Stay in the park. Stay in the park. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I think I think Philip Humber got released like that season too because he was really bad. He just happened to be good that that day. Who was the other one? Felix Hernandez. All right, all right. Uh, I think I think Felix Hernandez was the last perfect game. Or no, was did Dallas Braden do it? The, no, Dallas Braden did it the year before. On Mother's Day. On Mother's Day. That's right. I remember that. Okay. Everyone knows. Um, all right. Are we both over? Oh yeah, and I and that's going to continue uh, because I have a, t- a tough question, and you have one of your rank these questions. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> what team does Dontrell Willis do color commentary for? Oh, God damn. I, okay. I definitely would have known this. I definitely know this because I've watched so much baseball and I watch so many different streams of so many different teams. This makes me believe it's not the Marlins. So it's probably somebody he used to play for. He played for Detroit, Arizona, I think. Yeah, I think just Florida, Detroit, and Arizona. So it could be one of those teams. I think he played for the Dodgers for a year. It is the Dodgers. It is the Dodgers. It is the Dodgers. I watch a lot of Dodgers because I bet on them a lot. But But he never – but it's he never played the for the Dodgers. On, so I always have it on. He never played for the Dodgers? No, that was the trick question. He never Did played he for the Dodgers. Do- Florida, Detroit, or Arizona, like I said? Yeah, and then Cincinnati at the very end. Ah, I forgot Cincinnati. I cannot believe it. I watched too much Dodgers baseball. Okay, NBA is the rank this time. That blows. Alright. Rank these players in order of most career points. Paul Pierce, Tim Duncan, Vince Carter. Oh my gosh, man. This is so I'm gonna retire. Uh uh Vince Carter played so many years. <laughs> But he was a role player. Gosh, darn it. This card Um This is because Paul Pierce played a long time too, and then he bounced around those final few years. He was By the of, way, Tim Duncan yeah. I just want to correct something that from last from last week's show. Tim Duncan did play one more year after they beat LeBron. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm glad you corrected that because we were wrong. Yeah. 
Because I uh, just have because YouTube's always running on my TV, and it just so happened that LeBron's first year highlights, first year back with the Cavs highlights were on, and I saw Tim Duncan. I'm like, oh yeah. So, hey. All right. Um. Tim Duncan's last. Um. Uh, man, why would <sighs> Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, Tim Duncan? It is Tim Duncan, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter. Oh, I thought for sure you were going to put Tim Duncan first. It's not by a lot that he's over Paul Pierce. I know because they're all jam packed together. It's actually, ninety nine points. Oh. I thought Tim Duncan obviously scored a lot of points, but I thought that a lot of his damage was also done elsewhere on the box score. Yeah. That even if he scored twenty points, the rest of his box score would make it look like he scored forty. Right. Did he have a triple, a quadruple double in the finals? I think he did. Tim Duncan quadruple double. It happened. I just don't know if it happened in the final. Yep, 2003, game six. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was um, – for a while I was a big denier of he's not a top five player just because I thought he was so boring. But he was awesome. Yeah, his uh, – I mean, I he might he, not be a top five player, but – I think he made it to nine conference finals. Yeah, uh Good, I'll say it. I'll I'll say that too. Got my Cavs out right out of the playoffs, right out of the finals. Nine-year-old me was crushed. (laughs) Um, what else? Um, man, Paul Pierce and Vince. Who? Dang, man, you said. Did I put Vince Carter above Paul Pierce? I think you went Vince Carter, Paul Pierce, Tim Duncan. You got mm-hmm. one right. I just can't remember exactly what you said. It was Paul Pierce. I just – gosh darn it, man. Uh, how in the world did you know that Dontrell Willis does Dodger Again, games when he never played for them? I watched a lot because the Dodgers are always the last game on. And since I don't go to bed until a comfortable 2 a.m., <laughs> I'm always watching the Dodgers. And whenever they're home, or whenever, I always like to watch the home team broadcast. So whenever they're home, I'm, I'm watching their home broadcast. Yeah. And that's yeah. definitely a player I would have remembered doing color commentary. Just because I like Dontrell Willis a lot. Gosh. If I gave you, oh, dang it, man. If I gave you Michael Bourne, would you have gotten that? Ooh. Um... Is he with Atlanta? No, Philly. Philly. I, that's weird. I mean, he played with them. He did? Yeah. Was it after um, Cleveland? Uh, no, I think... When did he play with them? He, he and Hunter Pence... If I'm not mistaken, he and Hunter Pence both played together in Houston and then both played together in Philadelphia. Yeah, he started in Philly. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because Hunter Pence was definitely – he got traded from Houston to Philadelphia. He started in Philly, went to Houston, 
and then Atlanta, and then Cleveland, and then Atlanta again, and then Arizona, and then Baltimore. The Baltimore Orioles, who are 500, I'll let, I'll let you know. Yes. And fact, they have the number one pick in the draft coming up this weekend. The Blue Jays were so intimidated by the Orioles that they fired their manager. I What's funny about that, I'm glad you brought that up. One of my questions today was going to be, who is the Blue Jays' manager? Uh, I don't know who they're – Montoyo. Charlie Montoyo? Yeah, he just got fired today. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't know who the interim is. I don't know. That's, the question was going to be Charlie Montoyo, like who's oh. the manager of the Blue Jays, but then he got fired. Man, I thought, I had, I thought that was the most impossible question ever. Was after I pulled out that uh, Baltimore and um, um, uh, Washington question. That was inferior. That was impossible. You, you guessed. Now, look, it all evens out because there was one time where you talked yourself out of three straight correct answers. Oh, yeah. And so, look, I guess those are the reparations for that is that you finally got one where you kind of BS all three correctly. Uh, fine. But I, I just got to wear it. But that Entering was... today. Entering today, all five AL East teams are at 500 or above. That's yeah, I see. We just need one Orioles victory. That's right. Now, I don't know why I'm rooting so hard for the AL East. I hate the NFC East, and this is basically just the baseball version of that. Because they're fun. They got four, like, really fun teams in Baltimore who could be really fun. New York is a lot of fun to watch. Boston's a lot of fun to watch. Toronto, when they're cooking, is a lot of fun to watch. And Tampa Bay, if you just like baseball, they just play the most. I mean, if you like sabermetrics, they play the most sabermetric style of baseball in, in the league. By the way, uh, I'm glad that you watch a lot of baseball because you might not, you might have to teach me who all of these all-stars are. I have no Let's idea who up, these players are. Let's pull them up. MLB all-star. All right. I, I will give you Rosters. the list of players now. I'm going to give you the list of players who I don't know or, okay. at least, or at least didn't know before this came up. And I'm going to need you to give me your analysis of those players. And this is an acceptable answer. It is acceptable for you to say, I, I have no idea who this guy yes. is. Well, I will say that because I don't know. So let me pull it up. Okay. Um uh, starting lineups, I'm pretty good, although I, I just barely know who Alejandro Kirk is, but I've seen his name so many times He's on, been good. on the ballots. I'll Okay. Um, he is – I think he's hitting above 300. I think okay. he has like an eight, 890 OPS. Like as a catcher, that's awesome. Teach me about – Alec Manoa, a pitcher for the Blue Jays. Oh, man, that guy is filthy. He is filthy. He is a, he's a big motherfucker, too. He's like 6'7", 280. Like, he is a <laughs> monster. I'm not joking. He's that size. All right, so he's like the Dellen Batances of this era? Yeah, he's only – I think he's only 25, 24. Like, he's really young. He has, I'm looking at his numbers right now, 234 ERA. He has 97 strikeouts. I mean, he has electric stuff, too. He is, he is a monster. He's going to be really good for a while. Teach me about Paul Blackburn, pitcher for the A's. 
he is – I don't know much, too much about him because I just don't watch a lot of um, Oakland A baseball. But I think he – what am I trying to say here? I think he used to be awful. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, uh, Martin Perez is who you're thinking of. Yeah, well, he is awful, but um, Martin Perez is currently getting paid by the Red Sox because they bought out his contract because he was so bad. <laughs> yeah, and now he's uh, one of the best pitchers in the American League. Yeah, uh, Blackburn was really bad before this season, and then he's he's having a pretty decent season. I don't know, I don't know much about him. To be okay, teach me about Jose Trevino. Catcher for the Yankees. If you, if I, I saw this name and I knew he was a Yankee. I just had no idea what position he played. He, he's a decent bat. The Yankee. I think it's more the Yankees wanted. They wanted another Yankee. I think he's a really <laughs> good defensive catcher, though. I think that's what he's known for. I know he, he's a very serviceable bat. He used to play for Texas, I think. But uh, I think his name. Yeah, he's twenty nine. He used to play for Texas. He's hitting 255, 301, 429, 729 OPS. So, I mean, he's a fine hitter, but he's a, he's a pretty solid catcher. How about somebody you should know about? Gregory Soto, reliever for the Tigers. I was surprised. I, I So, he was always really awful against Cleveland. That's what I, that's what I know him as. But I think he, he's, he's another young guy. I think he was an all-star last year, actually. He may have been, like, a late-schedule all-star last year. But he's a reliever. They used to have him as a starter. I don't know much about him. All I know is Cleveland rocked him. Wait, what happened to uh, Tariq Skubal? I thought he was, like, far and away their best pitcher. Uh, I I honestly don't know what he's doing this year. He's young. Everyone was just guaranteeing, well, we found our Tigers All-Star this year because obviously they yeah. only have one. He's young. He is, He's not doing so high. He's a 399 ERA, 1.194 whip. All right, on to the National League. Okay. This is my league, so I should know more about these players. Um uh, I did not know CJ Crone was on the Rockies, but I know who he is. Um, he yeah, tanks. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I've been learning who Tony Gonsolin is, but I know nothing mm-hmm. about him pre this season. You don't know anything about what? I don't know anything about Tony Gonsolin of what he's done in his career other than he's awesome this year. He... So he has been very good, or not very good. He's been solid for the Dodgers. And then this year, he's 11 and 0, a 162 ERA, a 256 ERA plus, and he leads the league in WHIP, hits per nine, ERA plus, and an ERA. So this year, he just kind of exploded. 11 and 0 and a 162. That's impressive. All right. Um Colo, Colo Carlos Rodon or Rodon famously threw a no-hitter against the Cleveland Guardians. Uh excuse me. The Indians oh. last year. Oh, he was a White Sox. No, he's with the um the um 
the Giants. Or no, he was with the White Sox. Yeah, when he threw the no hitter, but he's with the Giants this year. Gotcha. He actually pitched opening day when the Giants came to Cleveland, and I was there in attendance and shut us down. <laughs> All right, last one. Joe Mantiply, reliever for the Diamondbacks. Since you're watching all of these Dodgers games, I'm sure you've seen Mantiply. I actually have no idea who that is. All right, hey, we found one. We found one that neither of us know about. Which means he's going to. He's having a really solid 208 ERA. This guy is going to be our favorite player for the rest of the year, Joe Mantiply. We we have to hitch our wagon to him. If he strikes out the side, you best believe I'm voting him an all-star game MVP, (laughs) just like Shane Bieber. Yeah, oh. Who is back? Joey Gallo saw one pitch and it was a home run. He should have won the All Star MVP. I don't know that batting average. I can't vote for that. Uh, uh, All Star MVP, not actual MVP. By the way, I was was making a joke, but um, Matt Carpenter has a thirteen hundred OPS for the Yankees. Yeah, he's been awesome. I why is he awesome? I, I, I had people excited at work today because I used him as for a, a big stat. So, uh, Matt Carpenter had 57 total bases last year in 130 games. He yeah. has 55 total bases through 26 games. So he's a double. He's a double away from matching last season's production, I guess, so to speak. I mean, these in, numbers in a hundred fewer crazy. games. A crazy. He's slashing 344, 447, 859, 1,307 OPS, 265 OPS+, 10 home runs, 22 RBI. I, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> I noticed that you said RBI and not RBIs. That's right. You're damn right. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I, I know I'm excited, though to watch Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera strike out in the All-Star <laughs> game. Well, I'll give you this. Albert Pujols, his OPS is ridiculous only against left-handers. He cannot hit right-handers, but he is awesome at hitting left-handers. Oh, he hit a home run last night. Off a right-hander. Uh, there we go. Enough. But his OPS plus, I think, is 70 against lefties. I, I'm sorry, against righties, and his OPS plus is 40 against righties. Uh, no, no, 140 is what I meant to say. Excuse me. That's Damn. a big difference. Yes. Look at <laughs> 140 is very good. Miguel Cabrera is having a wild season. Hey, stole a base last night. There we go. He's hitting 287, which is pretty solid for age 39. That's very um, solid. 326 OBP, 349 slugging, 675 okay, OPS. Those aren't good. Three home mm-hmm. runs. 34 RBI. 34 RBI is not bad. Uh, and 76 games. So he's playing every game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, excuse me. And one stolen base. He has 96 total bases this season. He had 182 all last year. So Miguel Cabrera, so Miguel Cabrera is done, man. If if he's getting if he's going into the All Star game this year. He has to what be it, done. No, he's, he's, I think he still has another year in his contract, doesn't he? 
Yeah, I mean that doesn't mean he's not gonna. I mean he's got the three thousand hits. Well, he's got the five hundred home runs. Is he, is he gonna say no to thirty two million dollars? At this stage in his career, he might. Oh, th- uh, this is hilarious. I'm gonna let me educate you on what's going on. So okay. next year, <laughs> this is this is laughable. Next year he has thirty two million dollars that he's gonna make. Okay. The the year now next year. If he finishes top 10 in the MVP voting, your last uh-huh. year, if he finishes top 10, then he has another year on his contract for $30 million. If he finishes top 10 again, then he gets another $30 million the next year. So um, if all of a sudden he has a career rejuvenation next year, he still has $90 million left on his contract over three years. Probably yeah, just done. one year for 32. Yeah, I would. I would, if I had that much money, I would just be walking up to the plate, striking out and going back to sit back down. <laughs> not even lifting the bat off your shoulder? Nope. Just, yeah, just toss them in. I'm not swinging them. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. I, I can't believe they're going to make me watch Albert Pujols in the home run derby. I'm sick. He's, yeah, what? Why are you I don't want to watch Albert Pujols. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, a lot of people around these parts definitely want to. Now, I, I'll say this. I, I like the one addition. Now, you got to do it both ways. You can't just, like, force one guy in because uh, – well, I mean, you can if you want to. But I, I think it's a, it's a better look if both the AL and NL have a representative that it's like a – a career legacy achievement. Now, it should not count on their resume as an all-star appearance. I should not see a star next to Albert Pujols' name on BaseballReference.com. I should not go to Miguel Cabrera's Wikipedia page and under his list of all-star appearances, it has all these years and then a comma and then 2022. That, that should not count. It should be purely for the spirit of the game, if you want to call it that. But this should not count as any – now, look, this is not going to all of a sudden be the tipping point where, oh, now they're a Hall of Famer because, yeah. this, oh, because of this All-Star. No. I've been wait, yeah, I've been waiting for this final All-Star game for Albert Pujols. Uh, yeah. Um, so, no. But well, think about it. There have actually been there, – there have been multiple players who have had their big All-Star send-off, but they actually made the team because they were good. And that was 2012 was Chipper Jones. That was his, that was the big Chipper Jones is really old. Bryce Harper's really young. That was basically the entire, the entire hype up for that all-star game in Kansas city. Then the next year was Mariano Rivera because remember he was supposed to retire the year before, but he blew out his knee catching fly balls in the outfield. So he had to come back for another year because he didn't just want to go out on that. And then 2014 was Jeter. Where he played, where remember Jeter everyone good? made him. Uh, well, he well, I mean, he was voted to start, so you never know when. Uh, you never know. I think he was voted to start because he was Derek Jeter. His final yeah, year. I, I think I think only one person oh, voted for. Him. <laughs> I think only one person voted for him uh, not to start. Yeah, probably me. Final year, <laughs> two fifty six batting average, three hundred four OBP, three thirteen slugging. 617 OPS, 76 OPS plus, awful. Four home runs, 550 RBI, struck out 87 times. 
Second half slump. Second half slump. Yeah, that's the pro. Yeah, that's a, that's another thing about All Star games. But um, yeah, that was the uh, hey, we need Derek Jeter to start on this so yeah. we can get this oh, cheesy ass send off. Yeah, and then sixteen was David Ortiz in San Diego. Where um, yes, they, well, David Ortiz was a monster that year. Yeah, he uh, should not have retired. Uh, in my no. opinion, I no. <laughs> he should have actually came back and uh, kicked some more ass. That'd be better. Yeah. Yeah, that year he hit 315, 401 OBP, led the league in slugging and OPS, led the league in doubles, led the league in RBIs, and intentional baseball, intentional bases. He had 38 home runs. What was his OPS? Uh, 1,021. He retired after a season with a 1,000 OPS? Which is his, um, which is fourth best in his career. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this dude could have kept going. <laughs> Man, this is – that that is like A-Rod retiring at 696 level bed. I was at the I was at the home opener that year for the Guardians when they played the Red Sox, and Ortiz hit a fucking <laughs> tank off yeah. Trevor Bauer. Yeah, he uh, put that ball right on the spot where Jim Tomey dropped his on the street. Oh, I started an asshole chant because of that home run. <laughs> that was, that's my crowning achievement in life is I got the, all of Progressive Field to start an asshole chant. Oh, my God. Because he hit the home run. It was thrown back into the field because it was hit into right field. Um, it was thrown back. The ball boy went and got it, and I was sitting on the first base line. Ball boy got it, threw it to somebody. That guy threw it back on the field. And then security was looking for that guy because they were going to throw him out. And two Red Sox fans – Two Boston, two mass holes pointed them out. Like, uh, the like oh, is this, is, this, is this motherfucker? And I got I started the whole asshole chant. <laughs> My crowning oh, that's achievement. Great. That's great. All right, man, we we, uh, we covered a lot today, and I, I had a really good time doing it. So uh, we'll come up with another fun idea for next week's podcast. Um, next I don't know when next week's podcast is going to be, but I'll tell you, it's not going to be on Home Run Derby Night or All-Star Game Night. I promise you that. Well, it's definitely uh, going to be Home Run Derby Night because that's my birthday. Well, uh, yes. We'll, uh, and my hey, plan we'll is there. to watch home runs. Yeah. Yes, and uh, you'll probably have a, a Bovada pending on it. I don't know, man. I'm kind of sick of betting on baseball. As you should be because it uh, it's exhausting and – let me pull up the odds if, if they have home run derby odds. I, they probably don't because you're they still telling, have. You're telling me that you're not going to put a little something on J-Ram. No. You say that, but I think you're going to. Anyway. I say that. Let's see. Home run derby odds. Let me just type that in. That would probably be easier. Home run derby odds. Betting odds six hours ago from Sporting News. And there's nothing. Cool. Thanks. I'm setting the odds at Jose Ramirez minus twenty thousand. Uh huh. No, I don't want. Okay, here's the twenty twenty one home run derby odds. Um, show Oh wait, who's in it? Let me just look at who's in it. I, we already it, named them, but Juan Soto. I don't know. That that might be my pick. Although you know, I what? picked him last year. Juan Soto, he's so selective at the plate. I'm afraid that he's just not going to swing. Um, I, I think I think Juan Soto will find a way to hit a couple home runs. 
Um, Jeff Passman tweeted it out. Let's see. I enjoy. I love it. Jeff Passman's Twitter. Oh my! No, I hate Jeff Passman so much. Oh boo! <laughs> I. Uh, oh my goodness! So we got I, Pete Alonso, who's won back to back. Yes. Hey, by the way, I, I, I want to stop you right there. Thank you, Pete Alonso, for doing what Aaron Judge said he was going to do and then quit. Pete Alonso is actually participating in more than one home run derby. Thank you. Oh, no, I got my pick. But it's Pete Alonso, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., Albert Pujols, Julio Rodriguez, rookie. Um, oh, Jose good. Ramirez. good guy. Good. Yeah. And then my, and then my pick is Kyle Schwarber. Um, he has been on fucking fire recently. That's how we'll end this. Let me read you his numbers. He did a good interview when he was in left field live in the game with uh, I love him. Sunday Night Baseball. He was good. I love watching him. I really wish he wasn't on that Cubs team. Yeah, I uh, I really wish he wasn't either, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. So this year he's only hitting 216 right now, but he got off to such a dreadful start. Let me pull up his splits from the, like the last two weeks. I like the last month, honestly. Philly, 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 Philly. So you said all eight spots are already taken? Uh, there's one more. Because some people, uh, the people on social media are, are getting a buzz going. They want O'Neal Cruz to participate. Who's the people? Uh, I, a couple commenters. Fangrass <laughs> is slow as fuck right now. Which um, I was That'd be great for the sport if a six-seven Pittsburgh Pirates shortstop won the home run derby. Because you know what? I'm still not over Jason Bay hitting zero in Comerica Park in 2005. Oh, yeah, that still was... not over that. Wow, Kyle Schwarber has cooled off immensely since I last <laughs> since I last checked. Because <laughs> when I last yes. checked, since you last game. bet on a Phillies game, which was like three, like a week ago. <laughs> But when I checked, he was hitting, like, over the last 14 days heading into that point, he was, like, slashing, like, 330, 400, 600, and then, like, had a 1,200 OPS. Yeah. But in June, he has slashed – he's actually been really good in June. In June, he slashed 272, 385, 680, um, 189 WRC+. Plus, oh, you Yep, 12 home runs, 27 RBI, 27 runs scored, 408 ISO. Very good. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Kyle Schwarber. Where, where is it this year? Los Angeles? Yep. Oh, we might have uh, some shots out of the park if someone can really get a hold of it. Pete Alonso might not go in out of the stadium. Man, if Giancarlo oh, yeah. can do that in-game, Pete Alonso can do it in a home run derby. Yeah, Pete Alonso is – He's hate, he was hate, he got booed when he won in Cleveland because he defeated because he eliminated Carlos Santana but he was a treat to watch. It's still I still think Vladdy and Jack Peterson were the real champions. It should have been Jack Peterson. I had five bucks on him, man. Ah, well, I'll tell all you, right. I had fun watching him hit home runs and lose because I was all on Team Vladdy. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna head out. And then we're going to have some fun next week, probably on a Thursday, because okay. I, I, I think all of the festivities for the All-Star game are taking place in the front half of the week. So we'll push it back. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, all right, so Wednesday or Thursday will be our podcast day next week, which would be completely in alignment with this Wednesday podcast. Okay, that's not much different. Uh, we'll have something for you. We'll have fun. We'll talk about the All-Star game. We'll talk about how the Indians are destroying that Mets trade. Guardians. Of course. Yeah, Guardians, them too. Uh, and we'll have a good time, and we'll see you then. Everyone take care. Peace.